Good morning, everyone. Welcome. Hey, my name's Ted. I'm the lead pastor here. And before we get on too far, I just want to say thank you for PJ giving me the announce today. That took a lot of guts to do. Uh, that's a lot of reading. Today's Faithless Sunday. And that means we celebrate the wide range of work that God does from young to old. God is with us. Amen? Amen. Amen. And today, we are going to be blessing our family pastor as she gets ready to do uh, a sabbatical for the next few months. So uh, I don't really feel like I need to introduce Pastor Graceland too much here, but just in case you don't know, she is our family pastor. She's been with us for many years, been doing an awesome job, especially through this pandemic with so many changes. I feel like the impact on children in our classes and so forth in our families has been immense, which many of you feel, but I know Pastor Grace feels uh, as well because she cares and loves for you and prays for you regularly. So uh, we are so glad that she's doing this very healthy thing, taking a sabbatical to make sure that she is in line with who God has created her be, not just a, a worker bee, but someone who is deeply loved, a child of God, someone who operates as a, a saved and renewed person in Christ. So anyhow, uh, I've invited Elaine to come up this morning too uh, to share a few words on behalf of the lead team uh, as she prepares to, um, <laughs> for the sabbatical. say a few words of thanks to Grace and also to ask how we can pray for her as a faith village. Um, so Grace has done an amazing job since when she stepped on for casting vision for the kids ministry, youth ministry, and family ministry. She's coordinated volunteers. Um, she's provided so much leadership, as Ted said, in pivoting our kids' classes to online and now back to a mix of hybrid and online. And I, I think it's been pretty seamless. And so I think we owe her a big can say a big thanks um, to Grace for that. Um, but I think most of all, most of all, I think we can thank Grace for how she listens to all of us, um, how she loves our, our church, our families, um, how she cares for us and prays for all of us. So um, we hope that sabbatical is very life-giving and restful, as we know that the past year and a half has been super stressful. Um, we not only want to pray for you today, but throughout your sabbatical, so um, we just want to ask how we can pray for you during these next few months. Thank you, Pastor Ted, and thank you, Elaine. Um, yeah, I am just so grateful for this gift of sabbatical from the church and from God. Um, I've been preparing for it and planning for it with my spiritual director for quite a while now. Um, because I want to steward it well. So yeah, I will be going on my first solo trip ever. It's kind of scary, nerve-wracking, and exciting, but it'll be good for me um, to just be attentive to my own needs. Um, there's so many important needs around me that it'll be good for me to have just some time alone with myself and with God. I'll also be... Um, spending some time with some relatives um, during the Christmas holiday, holidays, including my 91-year-old grandmother who's going to be visiting. Um, so I'm very excited about having 
some time um, just being able to be fully present with family during the holidays. And I'll also be taking my fourth and final ordination course um, with the ECC and my last ordination interview. So that's in January and um, it was kind of weird to be in sabbatical and to um, just have that tension of not wanting all the things that I do in ministry be attached to my identity, um, which is something I struggle with, this need to prove my worth and prove um, my significance. Um, but then to also be preparing for uh, an ordination interview <laughs> um, where I'll be, I'm still learning and growing just what my identity looks like and my call looks like um, as a pastor. So, but I'm grateful for the extra margins of being able to reflect and do that internal work and to receive rest renewal and restoration after some heavy years in ministry and have that time with God. Awesome. Great. Hey, church, can we stand together and let's pray? Pray for Pastor Grace. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the faithful and loving ministry that Pastor Grace has brought to our church. We thank you for the ways in which she has uh, express your love through her actions and in her ministry and her leadership and her organizing. And I pray, Lord God, that in the next few months, as she gets to rest, put down some of the ministry externals and remember once again her place before you, that you remind her deep within her heart and her soul and her being that she belongs to you. She is your child. She is deeply loved. And that is the basis for all of her calling, her ordination, wherever things, whatever things you have in store for her in the next few months. But we also want to pray, Lord God, that you would bless her with good times of relationship, with family, with her grandmother, with, with her children, with John, all of these things. May they take on a renewed sense of your goodness and your love in the days to come as she gets to take off some of the, the weight of ministry and put on uh, more of the true identity that you desire for her. So thank you for all these things. We pray that you walk with our sister in the days to come. In Christ's name, amen. amen. Hopefully you can hear me okay. Um, today, as you notice, things are a little different. We have our baptistry set up. We have a Faith Village Sunday where we're celebrating the work that God is doing in the lives of three people who are going to be confessing their, their faith in Christ. And so this is a day to both wrap around um, our <laughs> wrap our arms, our metaphorical arms, because this is COVID time, uh, around their lives and say, yes, good job, well done. And we're also taking a moment to recognize that this is God's movement in their lives. So I'm having trouble with my mask. Hopefully this doesn't bother you too much. I'm loosening it up as I do this. It'll just take a sec. Uh, okay, better. All right. Um, so I want to take a few moments and just talk about what is baptism and who is baptism for? Two very basic questions as we approach this event in our church. And this is really important because it helps us to understand why this is so important in the eyes of God. What is baptism? Well, 
First of all, we all know that in the church, we talk about unseen realities all the time. We talk about things like soul. We talk about things like faith, hope, and love. And for the most part, these are not things that you and I can see with our eyes. We can't feel them like the chair that we're sitting in or the shoes that we're wearing or the phone that we hold in our hands. But nevertheless, we put a lot of time and effort to discuss these things and to make them central to our way of life as a community, right? So when we do focus on these things, it's important to know that they're real. Now, Billy Graham used to say this uh, about the wind. No one's seen the wind, but it's no less real, right? This past week, it was really windy. The wind blew down a bunch of trees and leaves and branches in my neighborhood. I'm sure in your neighborhood, too. But it would be foolish to say that the wind wasn't real just because you couldn't see it. Likewise, as we do this baptism, we are recognizing the real faith that is being exhibited among these three. So that's really important to remember. Now, the reality that we're celebrating is also spoken of in Romans chapter 6, verses 3 and 4. And Paul writes this, Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized in Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Now, this is a deep passage of scripture, much to talk about here, but this is the essence of what we're doing here. When people go into the water, they're dying with Christ. There's an identification. And when they come out, they're being raised to new life like Christ was raised from the dead. And that imagination, that act, is an act of grace. We're, as a church, saying yes to that. That's a grace. It's also the Holy Spirit moving in them to move into this experience. So these are real things that we are celebrating. We are celebrating some unseen realities, but they are no less real in our lives. Now, number two, who is baptism for? People sometimes ask that. Some people wonder that. Sometimes people come to a baptism class and they wonder that very question. Because one of the complicated things that we deal with in baptism is there's a number of disqualifications that we give to ourselves. People say this all the time. Hey, baptism isn't for me right now. I'm not good enough. I make mistakes. I don't know enough. I still have a lot of questions. I sometimes even have doubts. So should I be baptized? And I'm not ready to tell other people that I follow Jesus because, I, I mean, I, I'll have to be perfect to do that, won't I? So, as much as we try and allay people's fears in classes, this question comes up all the time. It has come up since the beginning of Access. It continues to come up. And we have to make sure that we understand that everyone being baptized and everyone who is living this new life in Christ does it not by their own effort. It's not by your work. It's not because you've somehow earned enough merits or because you've got an A in baptism class. That We don't even give grades for that. Um, it's because of the grace that is found in Jesus Christ. We are invited to do this. Jesus invites us to take part. It's because of his death on the cross that sin is taken care of. 
You don't fix yourself. We don't fix ourselves. God does that work in us, and that is grace. It is God working in you. It is God working in me. So today, today we have three people getting baptized. We have Ruby, we have Boaz, and Karis. And all, in all three of their lives, we are celebrating the grace of God. Amen? Amen. That's clear. All right, good. So I'm going to invite up Ruby to share her testimony. Why don't we give her a big round of applause? I know that these stages can be scary, but no need to fear. You're among family here. And mom's going to do a little testimony for you. Yeah, I'm going to read her testimony for her today. She wrote it, though. So it says, when I saw my sister and cousins get baptized, I asked my mama if I could get baptized, too. She asked me, do you really know what it's about? And, well, I didn't, so I learned more about it. Then, at Mid-South Camp, my counselor asked if we wanted to give our hearts to God. I did, so she prayed with me about that. I want to learn more about God and be closer to him. I really wanted to be baptized. So when I heard it on the announcements, and when Mama asked if I wanted to, I said yes. And I'm so glad. Amen. Oh, awesome. Well, we are so happy that you said yes to this, Ruby, and we are excited for this. And so the way that we're going to do this today is a little different from in the past. We're going to do it one by one. So she's going to walk down and be with Pastor Grace, and we're going to do the baptism right there. And if some of you are in the back and you can't see, feel free to move around. These aren't pews, remember? <laughs> you can do that here at Access. Yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> Feel free if you need to. Well, hello? Hi. Okay, good. Let's say this prayer together as a church. God, our creator and redeemer, you have called us from death to new life. We thank you for your saving love in Jesus Christ, our Lord, for this sacrament of grace and what it means to the church. As we baptize with water, baptize with the Holy Spirit. As we speak, let it be your word. As we act, let us do your work in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. People of God, will you promise to uphold and support Ruby Mahaffey in her life in Christ? Ruby, do you now desire to be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? I do. Do you repent of your sins, confessing Christ as your Savior and Lord, and living as his faithful disciple? I do. Ruby Mahaffey, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, 
and the Holy Spirit. Ruby, can you stay here just a sec? We're going to pray this together. <laughs> just stay here and receive this. Church, let's pray this together. <laughs> With joy, joy and thanksgiving, we welcome you into this community of faith to share with us in Christ's ministry, for we are one in Christ. Amen. Awesome. Good job. So there's a lot of liturgy that goes into this, and we're figuring out how it works so far, but thank you for bearing with some of the changes. Next, we have Boaz Busetti, and he's going to share a little bit about his faith in Christ. You ready? Here you go. When I was really little and I was in Jesus, I started to learn about Jesus, and I learned that he was the Savior and that he loved everyone. And, and I became a Christian, and I kept on learning more and more about him, and uh, I started reading the Bible, and I learned more about him from that, too. And um, I wanted to be baptized, and then my mom showed me that there was this baptism class here, and I, just, and I wanted to be baptized here. So now here I am going to be baptized. <laughs> awesome. Great job, Boaz. Thank you for sharing with us. And you can mark down the path to grace. Great job, buddy. People of God, will you promise to uphold and support Boaz Busetti in his life in Christ? Boaz, do you now desire to be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? I do. Do you repent of your sins, confessing Christ as your Savior and Lord and living as his faithful disciple? I do. Boaz Busetti, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. With joy and thanksgiving, as we welcome you into this community of faith, we share with us in Christ's ministry, where we are one in Christ. Amen. Amen. Great job, church. 
Awesome. All right, next up we're going to have Karis Chow come to the front. Hey, Karis. Karis may be the uh, oldest, youngest member of Access, meaning she was how old when we started? Maybe like six months? Three months. Three months. So she, we met mom in your mom and dad's clubhouse right when we started, and well, you have a history with us, don't you? But this is a really uh, momentous day, so we're really happy and super excited that you're getting baptized. Can you share with us a little bit about your testimony? Um, I saw my friends go up one by one to the stage to get baptized, and I always thought, I'm going to be next. I want to do that. But to be honest, I was always afraid of asking my parents to do it, and I'm actually glad I was scared. Back then, I didn't really know what it was actually about, and at the time, I don't think I really knew the importance of accepting God. I know for a fact that my journey to this day was slow and painful at times. There were some days when I hated God for leading me down certain paths. There were times I thought he gave up on me and just left, like when I was in middle school with no friends or when I, was, or when I wasn't accepted into the high school I wanted to get into so bad. And even on the days when I knew I messed up so bad, I felt like it was hard to forgive myself and that I was alone in all of it. But now when I look back at the times when I'd cry in my room for hours at a time, I'm grateful for it. I didn't trust God because I didn't think that what he did was best for me, but really it was. He made me better through it all, and he gave me more than I asked for, and I've realized that now. I finally learned to put my trust in God, and I'm ready to take my faith farther. Awesome. Great job, Chris. People of God, will you promise to uphold and support Karis Chow in her life with Christ? Karis, do you now desire to be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? I do. Do you repent of your sins, confessing Christ as your Savior and Lord and living as his faithful disciple? I do. Karis Chow, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. With joy and thanksgiving, we welcome you into this community of faith to share with us in Christ's ministry. 
for we are one in Christ. Amen. Amen.